So this is a movie that you guys will like. I thought it was okay. Oh baby, that was good. I am stupid. I like to cook slop. You want to top that slop? Thought we were gonna have fun here. Yes, queen. Down with guilty pleasures, up with pleasure pleasures. Did we talk you into? Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other, and maybe even you, into liking what we like. This week is the My name is Jimmy, and the Criterion Collection sales are my foil. I will often consider buying movies I've never seen because I theoretically will like it. My name is Jeff, and I cross my sevens. Oh. My name is Dan, and when I was a kid, I had a pet turtle, and I would change its name every week to a different Ninja Turtle. Oh, you haven't talked about that yet on this show? I'm pretty sure you have. Maybe not as a fun fact. I've definitely but... heard it before. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, I've seen people cross their sevens. Yeah. Never understood why. I never used to. And then when I was, oh, I don't know, like a teenager of some sort. Some do you sort put a, age? do you put a top and a tail on a one? No, no, I'm not a f***ing psychopath. A straight line. <laughs> you put, I cross a seven to differentiate from if you're writing quickly. A seven could look like a one if you don't. I agree with that. Correct. Or people might think you, you top off your one and you don't. Yeah. Oh, those people are the real psychopaths. They put a top on their one, but not a tail. Yeah, because that then could look you're like just a seven. Basically, making that's a why seven. I cro- that's why right. I started crossing my sevens because at first I didn't understand. Then I was like, this makes sense now, and I still do to this day. I do, I do cross my seven as well. A lot so. of people don't. Yeah. I don't. A lot of people don't. Yeah, I don't know. What a weird, wild world we live in. I mean, my handwriting is just awful in general, so I just need to differentiate as much as possible. What about? Anything. Do you guys cross your zeros? No. Yes, I do actually. All no, the time, you don't. Or, not always, or in alphanumeric combinations. It, when I'm like writing something, like say I'm like writing something or whatever, and then I'll write uh to differentiate from an O to a zero, as I'll opposed to when you're not writing something. Well, with if I'm just writing like numbers or whatever, That's but if what I'm, I'm writing something in a sentence, yes. Oh, but I'll, if you're I'll writing, like, so if you're writing like I have ten cookies and you use a one and a zero. You yeah, don't need I to cross think. it because it, you, you're well, like, yeah. I have one O cookies. Yeah, but if I'm saying like I have zero and I just use the number. These are these are. But nobody would topics. say I have O cookies. You know, I, I do say that. You have O cookies? I have O yeah. cookies. Oreos? I shorten Oreos, yeah. Do you cross I your O's in Oreos? <laughs> yeah. I have zero, R-E, zeros. Zero O's and you cross the O. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is enough. It's a zero. Yeah. So if you want to, uh, you can send us an email, talkmeinto at gmail.com or write us a review on Apple Podcasts, and we would read it right now on the show. So uh, do that because everybody wants their voice heard, right? Or uh, Well, I guess you can just make your own podcast and do that. If you yeah, really if you want your to. voice heard, make your own f***ing podcast. Come oh, on, sorry, Jeff. Jim. We're really doing that a lot today. Hello, hello. (laughs) Who's high pitch? Talk me intro. This is the part of the show where we 
we tell each other in the audience what we've been talking ourselves into lately. If you don't care about us personally, check out the show notes. Skip, skip this part until we get to the thick, meaty part that you want to hear. The semis. I know everybody's wanting to hear about what the semis and finals are going to be. Yes, they want to get to that thick meat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so this week, I have been talking myself into something I've been wanting to get, be talking to for a very long time, Ooh. and I finally, finally began. I am talking myself into Doctor Who target novelizations. Oh god, <laughs> I'm just tired. <laughs> I love Dan's reaction because I can guess right now what it's gonna it's gonna be like one of three things. It's gonna be footwear, <laughs> something he found at the store, uh playing guitar, nope, uh reality show. Talk about your stupid books. <laughs> your stupid books. Target novelization. Target was a You publisher. can only buy them at Target? No, it was oh. a publisher in the Great Britain, England, British Isles <laughs> over there. And uh for decades they uh, printed novelizations of TV episodes, which mm. I never got into or understood why anything needs to be novelized. You know, just like watch, watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Just watch the movie, watch the TV show. I had one novelization. Sorry, this is a small tangent. It, the one novelization that I had was a Super Mario Brothers movie. And I read <laughs> that so before weird. I watched the movie. And the book was actually better than the movie. I, have I mean, to say. a good novelization will, will like sort of shed additional light. Sometimes there's right. extra plot. More often than not, you get like some interior character thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, so they a couple years ago, they started releasing novelizations of uh, the new series from 2005 nice. on. And there were a couple that got some good reviews. So I bought one that came out for the episode Dalek. Oh, and I started I'm, cool. I'm several chapters in and I was like, oh, wow, this is good. It's like hmm. shows you stuff from different people's perspectives They show you stuff from the Daleks perspective uh some some history on that it's pretty cool it's because it's like i've seen that episode so many times that i can read this and it just adds to it so i'm gonna finish it and then watch the episode again and i'll be like oh yeah that's why that picture there you're like see Lindsay, right there the dalek is thinking exterminate again (laughs) that's what he's thinking right now yeah i mean dalek does think that a lot they do be thinking that they do so dan what kind of boring shit are you talking yourself into this week jeff i'm talking myself into something cool that you actually might enjoy i was thinking of saving this for a whole episode but i'm just worried there's not quite enough content yet okay i'm talking myself into a regional band that i actually had the opportunity to play a show with recently that i really fell in love with i love their new album okay the band is called next scars they are from new york and they are sort of like I don't know, like a harder edged gaslight anthem, like a punk rock, but with definite rock and roll roots. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. talented musicians, great songwriters. Um, they have a new it's album. Like, I'm in a band and COVID doesn't exist anymore. Here's new music. I'm just trying to bring him down. I love how Jeff thinks he's <laughs> in the majority with this opinion. I, he's like, I'm just trying to bring him down. I still don't do anything. We've had this argument off shit the on podcast. Mine. I was just joking and shitting on yours i didn't shit on yours i actually talked about how relevant novelizations can be (laughs) no okay so next scars yeah i mean also like this is an up-and-coming band who needs support so probably not a great look to shit on them uh next scars (laughs) their new album don't panic is out everywhere it's very good it's on spotify jeff if you listen to this band you would really enjoy them jimmy i think you'd like them too they also have a bunch of like singles that they released um i think like through the recording process like 
they would just like put out a song as it was finished and stuff and they have a split ep again just a really cool bunch of guys great band hard working check them out if you like heavily rock and roll influenced punk rock cool jimmy what are you talking yourself into they do have that ethos that i like oh that punk rock ethos yeah the punk rock ethos so Dan has talked about this before, and he kind of categorized TV shows into two categories, and that was <laughs> fun, fun funs and, and dumb dumbs. No, it was fun fun and then serious, yeah. <laughs> which is very I funny. I still hold to that. Uh, so this is a fun fun show, and it is called Too Hot to Handle. Are you fellas? I know the name, but I can't think of what it is. So the basic premise is it's a Netflix show uh, because you guys made me get Netflix again. Mm-hmm. Um, he got it, rid of it for four days. I know. <laughs> and then um, he twisted his arm behind yeah. his back. So the premise of the show is they take up, they take all these basically sexed up, horned up people, put them all on an island, and then they basically say, you cannot have sex or have any physical contact for a month. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's it's the dumbest reality show ever, but I love it so much. I don't know why. That would be a very different show if they just had married people on. They <laughs> yeah. would just be living their life. I'm just going to say that I would win the shit out of that show. Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I've been everybody doing that for we know. most of my life. Yeah. So it is just very funny. There's There has to be no physical contact. And like there's a big pool of $100,000. And every time someone does something, they take away money. So it's also very funny to see like how much worth like a kiss is or like a handy is or so you know how they could kick that show down. up a notch if they seated in secret prostitutes male oh. and female prostitutes who got paid for seducing the players <laughs> now that tell me that fun. wouldn't be good that, yeah hey, that would be good that would actually make it difficult if you're like i'm fine i'll go through this whole process and win the money and yeah. then some chick just like jumps on you police there's a cat in the tree you literally <laughs> All ambulance. That's sad. (laughs) Uh, Jim, that definitely sounds like fun, fun. It's a very fun, fun show. There's two seasons and they're both just they're They encapsulate you like you are. uh, Yeah, you, you just you sit there and watch it and it's very bingeable and it's just very funny. Because all of these people are just like total bro douches and like the, the the point of the show is being like, OK, we need to teach you how to actually have a rela- relationship and not just like do these one night stands. And yeah. it sounds awful. It's not the, there's nobody to root for on a show like that. Agreed. Yeah, there's very <laughs> little people. Like, there's some people that you kind of root for Even on the but... trash reality shows. I watch like the challenge. You still yeah. root for certain people. Yeah, I can't help but think of that sketch from that Mitchell and Webb look where they're like designing the reality show for idiots. And they're like, well, yeah. who will watch it? Idiots. But smart people will watch it ironically. <laughs> yeah, that's cool because it's still the same ratings. Yes, exactly. And that's what it is. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm talking myself into. Yeah. Okay, folks, we're back with the last. We're back with the last episode for the month of August, which means it is the last episode of our sketch comedy showdown, which means it's all on the line now, Jeff. We're going to find out who wins. Good. I can't wait for this to be over. This month is too long. So in this segment, we are going to finish off the semifinals rounds. 
Um, the first bracket of which is, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson versus Human Giant. Jimmy, Jeff and I had you watch another episode of each. Yes, you did. Uh, if we're if we're moving in the correct order, we should start with, I think you should leave with mm-hmm. Tim Robinson. Let's that is it. the first seed. I had you watch... Season two, episode Thank two. Thank you. I was just getting to my notes. Yeah, should already have them up. Yep, I don't, though. You guys. Jim. <laughs> yes. Let's get into it. Okay. What was the first sketch? You guys wrote them down. Jimmy. I didn't. I actually didn't write them down in order because I figured this was his dance and he would The Capitol Room. I don't remember that one. Off to a good start. Let's let's go Human Giant. Well, describe it to me. You guys are the worst at formatting the show, by the way. I don't remember this sketch either. I wrote the Capitol Room. Damn, it was a really bad too. commercial. Oh, it was? Yeah, it wasn't funny. Oh. It was like a commercial, and I don't even remember what happened in it, because it wasn't funny or entertaining. Yeah, wasn't in love with that. Uh, and then the, the next, next sketch one, is the wow, reason why I picked this, is, this though. <laughs> for a show that have five sketches, 20% of them <laughs> automatically trash. It doesn't matter because the rest of this is great. So the, the next sketch was uh, the, the fancy t-shirt one, yeah. I believe. Not t-shirt. There's shirt. so many patterns. It's yeah. a Dan Flash's shirt. A lot of patterns on that shirt. And like it's this big business meeting. They've been here for 10 days <laughs> and they have to... Um, they, they get the money for to, to eat, basically. But Tim Robinson has been taking all the money for these fancy shirts that, with a lot of patterns on. And them. he's just laying on a futon for some reason. <laughs> because he's not he's not eating. So yeah. he's probably pretty fatigued, which is it, it, it was pretty good. I, I don't think that sketch was as good as you think it is, Dan. I think it's fine. Yeah. Like, I, I oh, laughed. So good. I, smi- I smiled. I thought it was fun, but it wasn't like groundbreaking or anything crazy funny yeah it wasn't a knee slapper i thought it was awesome yeah anyways the next sketch i guess we're moving on is features bob odenkirk yeah as the guest star. that was fun your dad and i are old friends <laughs> yeah and yeah. i own every classic car actually i own doubles of every classic car i like the concept yeah. of this Triples. this was good this is so a good, good setup yeah and he's like and it's true right because if this is a lie then everything's a lie he's like <laughs> Yeah, it's true. He's he's got triples of the Cuda. Yeah, that was very funny. And it, he's basically just keep on going. He's giving this whole fake story about his life because he's trying to impress this little girl, which is kind of funny. Yeah. And, and uh, then there's the uh, the shops at the creek advertisement, which is where Dan Flash's store is. And it's like it's great because every guy in there oh, is yeah. his exact style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was fine. I thought Broad City did it better. Um, Dan is so upset right now. There was this an episode. World is crashing. There was an episode of Broad City where it was a pop up shop. Yeah, and then they they went in there and it was basically like a big freaking mosh pit. Like everybody was just like fighting each other yeah, and trying I mean, to get the shirts and stuff. And I was certainly like, that aspect has been done. But just I love where he's like. The more complicated the pattern, the more the shirt is. They have a shirt that costs two thousand dollars because the pattern is so complicated. <laughs> and kept, I mean, it's a funny idea. He kept upping the amount. The guy was like, "You just said it was worth five hundred dollars," and he screams at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, I do like how they went into uh, the the patterns of the shirt. It was kind of like uncut gems where they're going into the gem. Yeah, I thought that was pretty. And there's good. just in the ad there's a guy looking at a shirt on a rack and he's like manically trying to trace the pattern <laughs> yeah, yeah i think the best part about that sketch is the shirt because it's like that windows screensaver there's a few shirts in there that are so ugly and yeah and honestly like a little side tangent this has like become a meme 
where someone posted a picture of LeBron James at a public appearance wearing this shirt with this crazy pattern. <laughs> and his his like comment was uh He's like, the shirt cost $2,000 because the pattern was so complex. And and I replied, which got a lot of likes. I wrote, the crazy thing is every guy in there had his exact style. Cool. The last, a lot of people like it then. He's so popular. Yeah. yeah. The last sketch is another one of my favorites. I used to be a real piece of shit. Yeah, that was, it was pretty good. Yeah, I've... It, I guess we can kind of explain the skit. So basically, he's like at a house party. It felt a lot like the uh, house party one from the f- yeah the second episode we watched of the last one, um, where he's he's holding the baby and the baby starts crying. It was like, well, I guess he knows I was a fucking piece of shit. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. Yeah, she's like, oh, I think he's a little hungry, and he's like, oh no, that baby <laughs> can tell that I used to be a real piece of shit. Yeah, I, and it just keeps on going with slick that back and- hair sloppy steaks yeah <laughs> and then what's a sloppy steak jim <laughs> he pours water on the steak he's like they tell you not to do sloppy steaks but they can't stop you from ordering a steak and a glass of water yeah it, it the entire sketch was really funny i i will say this was the best sketch about the i mean throughout this entire the, i mean the, i want to get to the end where we actually get the payoff the sketches that they do best on the show are the party sketches that yeah, tie the are. episodes together but there's another thing that happens before we actually see him being a piece of shit which is when the woman's father, father. Holds the baby the old yeah. man and the baby's like eh. and he's like what's that i think i just heard a cry he's like let me see something real quick and he like pulls the man's hair back and he's like oh yeah that would slick back real nice sandra you didn't tell me your dad used to be a real piece, piece of, of shit, shit. <laughs> yeah that was really good and then the dad like admits to being a piece of shit yeah which is great uh i love it whenever obviously it's like these like oh like kind of cringy moments or whatever but they do like they're like you're right that (laughs) is correct i did used to be real i love it when they do that um but yeah then we get to the payoff where (laughs) he's holding the baby and the baby kind of internalizes what he used to be like and he sees a vision yeah of him and his friends like out at the club (laughs) and i love the waiters like okay guys no sloppy steaks guys And then they see him pouring the water on the steaks and they come running over. Yeah, that was really good. And then it was just sort of like, yeah, it was just like this big montage. And then they're on the beach and then he sees the baby and he laughs. The baby laughs and then he smiles back at the baby. And I thought that was the best part of the sketch. I don't know why. Oh, but so good. It was really funny. There's like so many little one liners in that sketch. They're so good. He's like, Rodney knows he used to be part of my Dangerous Nights crew. And the guy's like, we went out for wings once. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, uh, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. Mm, all right. I think there's going to be less forgettable ones in Human Giant. Because yes. as, as we were talking about the Capitol Room and nobody remembered it, all I kept <laughs> thinking about was certain parts of this episode that Jimmy will like, and I got happy. So let's get into it. First skit, the yes. cute animal show, yes. Noah's Ark. So it's Paul Shear, right? Yep. He's he's, uh, he's showing off all these cute animals. And then he's basically saying like, oh, this is Mr. Mouse. And then this is, um, I don't remember what the other ones were. And then it cuts. <laughs> and then he just has a bunch of cooked meat in front of him. And he's like, and this is how you prepare those cute yeah, little guys. It was, it was easy, but it was funny. I didn't see it yeah. coming. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. What do you think? What did you expect was going to happen? Like one of them was going to bite him or something and yeah. you know, something silly. But I thought it was good. It was actually yeah. a cooking show. They tricked you the whole time. And I was like, oh, well, that's why Jeff likes this, because <laughs> he would cook any animal if he could. I actually didn't know that 
skit was in here when I picked oh, it. Oh, really? I picked this episode based on the time machine skit because in yeah. my head I was like, this is funny. And it turns out it was funny, but it wasn't as big as I thought it was. Oh, this yeah. Episode. And that was the next sketch, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's it's Paul's time machine. Yep. And he's like, um, I don't remember who, maybe is. Oh, yeah, it was, it was Aziz. Aziz. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, oh, are you using your time machine again? He was like, yeah, man, I'm really excited to do it this time. And then Aziz turns on the news and he's like, 20 million years ago, we found out that there was um, another humanoid life, humanoid life form that uh, appeared. We found this body that was violated and murdered by dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. And then it basically pulls up the skull and it has the Gavin tooth like Paul Shear has. <laughs> the editing was so good, too. It shows the skull and the Gavin tooth and it cuts to Paul Shear just smiling. <laughs> it was really good. And then I, they're like, we found his hat and this red hat. And then Paul is like, oh, should I take this hat? Or, or should I take this hat? And then the, the hat changes in the uh, in the news sketch, and um, yeah, it, it was very the funny. The other funny part is at the end when it's like we found this writing, Aziz. <laughs> Aziz. You were right. I'm sorry. It's written in, in blood, blood and, and dinosaur semen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was really good and really funny. Um, then we get into the escalating job interview. Yes. So this one was good. It was really good. I hate to say it, but it, it's it, it was the dumbest thing where it's like it's kind of like those. I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like uh, you're you're obviously at a job interview or whatever. Yeah, but pa- it's Paul like, Shear's interviewing him. He's a real jerk. And then he's like, yeah. do you want to talk to the, the manager? And then the manager comes out to interview him and Aziz comes in, and just starts swearing at him, belittling. Yeah. He jumps up on the desk. <laughs> yeah, And he's just like screaming and swearing at him. And then which what, must be from the DVD, because I don't remember. Oh, really? Mom's being dropped on MTV. Oh, true. And then the last one, uh, the last guy shows up. I don't remember what the guy's Rob name is. Hubel. Yeah, Rob Hubel shows up and then he's just screaming. <laughs> he's just screaming at the top of his voice. This reminded me of the skit where he floated yeah, and I was like, Jimmy same. probably lost it at this point because I was right. watching it in bed and my daughter was in the crib next to me sleeping and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> you were right because as soon as he took out the grenade, he went down on the grenade and then blew himself up. <laughs> So you want this job? Yes. You're hired. (laughs) Yeah. The payoff is really good. Um, Yeah, that was great. And then it was he was having. um, Oh, they're on like a tram or something. I think that was like the tram to Rose. Dan is sleeping right now. He's just sleeping. (laughs) He's just disappointed. He's disappointed. Um, I am. uh, So he is currently. Oh, uh, it's Paul, right? Paul is like, yeah. I-, I had sex with your mom. And then <laughs> we're in love. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden the tram is like, just kidding. Like, it, it was just something that I said. And yeah. it turns out that cuts to a montage of him dating Rob's mom. <laughs> and it's it's yeah. Rob, like, <laughs> dress up as a woman, which is very funny. Yeah. And then at the end, uh, she as they're copulating. Um, which is funny in itself. Yes, which is very funny because it's current. It's definitely it's so Rob. But it, yeah. Then he pulls off the wig. It's like it was me the whole time. And then Paul's like, "Oh no!" As he comes, comes out, out with the guitar, we pranked you. And you then, had sex with me. It's a prank. And then Paul's like. No, I knew it the whole time. I was pranking you. And then Aziz was like, <laughs> that's a good prank. That's a good prank, dude. <laughs> it was really good. And then we get um, another Luzinators, um sketch where uh, Brian Posehn shows up. This was 
this was okay. Yeah, it wasn't the best This one. was one of the clips they played when I saw them live. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was like, that's funny. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, they cloned Brian Bosain, and one of them was, like, very enthusiastic. Yeah. And then Brian Bosain, it's just Brian Bosain, is like, I this really like that sucks. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to deal with this guy all the time now. Um, and then there was the sketch where he was in the cell phone store. Yeah. He's like, hey, did you see this guy? It was a little guy? long. I don't think yeah. it was that great. A little long. Um, the no, one no, part. No payoff that. Yeah, the one part that did make me actually LOL is when um, the the cell phone guy was eating spaghetti in Paul's face and Paul was just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> the way that Paul was he screaming was like, so good. Uh, yeah <laughs> it was really funny dan do you have anything to say about human giant did you watch it i didn't get a chance to watch it really wow that's shitty i watch all of your little britain trash sorry that's scummy <laughs> and then um the last skit was um the i don't mosh remember pit. yeah it, it was basically a, a very big joke about a mosh pit yeah kind of like a hurricane going through Tornado. and then they found out how to get rid of the uh, the mosh pit was to go in the water and it then it just, came back it, up. Yeah, it was making it was a parody of like really bad action movies like Man versus Nature. Twister or whatever, yeah. yeah. Um but I did love the CGI mosh pit, which I thought was just very funny. Um yeah. it escaped the Lamb of God show in New Jersey. Yes. <laughs> making its way across the country. So yeah. That, your wife died. Your ex wife died. So oh, that no. was by a mosh pit. So that was Human Giant. Yeah. So, Jim, I have a final push for I Think You Should Leave. Okay. First of all, I jogged my memory. I should have called this in my notes something other than the Capitol Room because that means nothing to me. That's what I I looked it up and it was called the Capitol Yeah, that's probably why I wrote that. But I <laughs> yeah. should have, like, written a note to remind me that this is the Shark Tank parody where they're, like, saying, oh, like, that's why right. the people are so rich. And then they get to the woman and she's like, I inherited money. And she's like, and I drink wine all the time. I always have a glass of wine with me. That's right. She did say a couple things that that did make me LOL. Yeah. Um. But so my final push is really just that, like, I mean, I think everything I've shown you is pretty consistent. Some things you may have liked more than others. Mm. But. There's just a lot more. I mean, if this gets to the finals, I have a couple clips put aside that mm. some people say are like the best two sketches on the show okay. um, that I kind of held off on because of like the episodes that they were in. But I think if if you pick, I think you should leave to move on to the finals. You're going to see a couple more sketches that you really enjoy. And if it wins, I think you're going to realize that like there's pretty much something laugh out loud funny in every single episode. And uh, we just scratched the surface of season two. So there's a lot okay. more good stuff. And to, come. to rebut that, I haven't seen season two yet. I haven't watched it yet. I, I like I think you should leave. It's you a good saw show. one episode of season two. Well, yeah, this yeah. this one. But <laughs> I haven't watched the season yet. Yeah. You just said it's consistent. Season one so far. Much funnier. The season two. It was okay. one episode. Yeah. I mean, one out of six. That's a big percentage. Uh, I think there's a lot of really big good percentage. stuff in season two. Jim, there's two seasons of I Think You Should Leave. Will it have a third? We don't know. No, it Never. won't. <laughs> of I Think Probably You Should Leave? Oh, oh, I, I thought think... you were talking about Human Giant. No. I just said <laughs> right. I Think You Should Leave. Uh, we both thought Human Giant. Because yeah, Human Giant, dumb. yeah, okay, it only has the, the two seasons, but they're solid. You know that they're consistent. You've seen episodes from both seasons. It's good stuff, Jim. 
That's all. You already know what you're getting into. It does have Osama bin Diesel. So yeah, Osama bin Diesel because bin Diesel. He was right. the actor Vin Diesel, <laughs> and he was bitten by a radioactive Osama bin Laden. That's right. That should just be your final punch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are we watching? Well, you know the actor Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. He realized that people liked when bad guys got beat up. I feel like you like Human Giant more, but I think you should leave is a better show. Is it though? I think better it is. is subjective. No, favorite is subjective. Mm, but, but what makes it better? Mm. What What do you say? Just be oh, the production value. Okay, it has thirteen years of technology and resources. No, right? I like, think it makes it better. I think it's more well written and relies more upon concept rather than just like funny noises and stuff. There's and a lot of good concepts. I think in- Human Giant has great execution of their ideas. But I think the overall like ideas and, and conceits of the writing is stronger. And I think you should leave. That's just my opinion. All right. Well, think Jimmy. Between I think you should leave with Tim Robinson and human giant with Rob Hubel and Paul Shear and Aziz and sorry. Who moves on to the finals? Human giant. Yeah! Um, I know. Oh, boy. <laughs> I did not see this come. I thought this was going to be like a layup thing. Like, just throw it out there. It's funny. He might like it. To the finals, baby. I was very surprised. Um, the the episode that you gave us, Dan, of I Think You Should Leave, I thought was funny, but not as funny as the other two episodes that you gave us. Yeah. See, my, my final rebut worked. <laughs> um, what I said. I Think You Should Leave is very one note. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but the butt of the joke is always, oh, Tim Robinson is awkward and he's making these situations even more awkward. And I do really like that. And it's very funny. And I'm definitely going to continue watching it because it's available. Yeah, I like it a lot. uh, As as opposed to Human Giant, which is kind of disappointing. Um, But I just figured I just thought. Jeff was able to pick out another episode of Human Giant that I found very, very funny, um, and uh, which I was actually kind of surprised about because I was like, oh, Jeff probably picked like two of the best episodes of this show, and then um, he's probably going to struggle trying to find a third. Honestly, and I was like, I picked it just because of the time machine. I've seen this episode right. before. And I didn't even I, think I didn't that really was the funniest remember. sketch in that episode. No, it wasn't. And um, like, I think that the prank one was very funny, too. Yeah. Because in that, like, the joke usually with anybody else would be like, it's a male actor playing a female. But then he pulls off the wig and it is just the character. Right. That's a good twist. Yes. I thought it was funny. Dan, don't be disappointed. He's I'm still so very. Sad. I'm very talking. Oh, my God. If still. Mitchell and Webb <laughs> beats Chappelle oh no i'm not sad i mean the whole conceit of this sketch comedy showdown is flawed because it's up to jimmy to make the decision and he's he's a poor decision maker (laughs) remember that you dan (laughs) remember that i mean 10 minutes from now i mean we've the evidence is clear at this you don't even watch the episode you don't even know no you didn't watch human giant it's fine you don't know this whole thing is a shame do you want to move human giant to one of the final slots yeah i don't want jimmy to i want you to i want you to feel it it's fine oh yeah look at that baby Mm, that feels so good okay should we move on to the next bracket let's move on so uh the the next bracket of the semis is Chappelle's show versus that mitchell and webb look 
Jimmy. Yes. I had you watch season one, episode nine of Chappelle's show. The first sketch feels like something you would enjoy. It's what if life was actually like a video game? And this is a pretty tight parody of Grand Theft Auto. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's been done. But Chappelle's performance just makes it just turns it up to 11. It also might not have been done before this. I, I'm sure people did it, but he was probably in like the first the group of people. Right. right. Like we saw um, Inside by Bo Burnham and he mm-hmm. did a similar thing. Right. Uh, this definitely predates this. And yeah. there's some moments in this that he really does a great job. Well, I love and, the, the and, carjacking. And yeah. the editing is good, too, when he's standing there and gun just disappears. Yeah. Yeah, that was very funny. And then when he takes out the automatic rifle and then he's just like, he's just kind of shaking around. I thought that was very funny. And the guy's reaction on the ground where he's just like (laughs) doing the same two poses. Yeah, that was it was pretty funny. Uh, I definitely like that. I need this. He says when he carjacks, that's a Grand Theft Auto thing, right? I probably. Yeah. Um, And then the next sketch is one of my all time favorites. Blackzilla. Blackzilla, which is sort of based on like a real stand up bit that he used to do about how he liked spending time in Asia because he was so unique as like a black man. Right. Um, And it just like parodies the fact that he's like bigger and scarier to (laughs) Japanese people. Yeah. But when the Godzilla music changes to hip hop, (laughs) I died Sorry, it is Jim. so funny this is when he starts smoking the trees right yeah <laughs> he, no it was he just, rips off like a chimney <laughs> yeah that was funny uh, but literally just as like because in the beginning you see him as blackzilla and then you hear the godzilla music or like something similar and then it changes to blackzilla that's when the hip-hop music started yeah. playing and i was like oh my god that's so funny but like yeah, it, it was just very funny. I'm pretty sure I've seen this before, but like the part it was... where he had sex with the volcano. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, yeah, I'll call you sometime. <laughs> yeah, it, like like I said, it's things that have been done before, but his performance just brings it out. It, it's really good. It's there's very also funny. some great moments with the with the Japanese people. They're like, it's like the black snake turned into a oh no, the brown snake turned into a brown stick. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And then when he fights Godzilla and he's like, ha, ga, ga, and he uppercuts it. <laughs> yes, it's very funny. And he pees on them all. It's very, there's yeah. a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah. A bit long. It was a bit long. So then there's. Uh, to the, be negative. The, I don't know. I think it's paced pretty well. I mean, there's definitely like beats throughout that sketch. There's like the smoking the weed. There's the sex with the volcano. And then there's the fighting Godzilla, which is like one of the worst right. Godzilla costumes yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. It's really bad. Um, then the next thing is a really fun parody on like, I would say like nineties standup comedy specials, like Def Jam. I don't think that this is very funny and you know what the joke is going to be, but I like how he used the format to incorporate it in the show. He used that like interstitial time to do that, which like I'm sure was much cheaper to do than Mm -hmm. a pre-recorded segment. Yeah, it, it was funny how he integrated it into the show and like also kind of ragging on Comedy Central to pay him more. Oh, yeah. Which, which is a real thing. Yeah, I figured. I just thought it was funny. And that's like, kind of why he left, too, because he right like it was a huge success and he wasn't right. getting paid appropriately. Yeah. And then he just slammed the door and the green room thing fell off. And <laughs> it, it was funny. I, I liked it. Like we said, we knew what the how it was going to do. But like I did love him just like. It was just constantly him just like shaking people's hands or like high-fiving people. So there's two things about it that I I really like. Number one is I like that for this type of bit, he has to do it in real time. Yep. Like there's no edits. It's the full two minutes. And I love that it's two minutes because 
it just pushes the boundary of being too long. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. and the other thing that I love about it is that what he's about to get into, like right at the end, is like so not his comedy. It's like, y'all want to hear what I think about the war? You want to hear what I think about George Bush? That's my time. Yeah. Thank you. Like, it sounds like he's about to go into this, like, deep, like, dive, like, really yeah. hammer home some political stuff. Yeah. He's like, all right, thanks. Yeah, that was very funny. And then I believe it's the last sketch. Yeah, which is the big segment. Yeah, I, yeah. I think this is why Dan picked this episode. It is. It's yeah. a classic. See, it's, it's funny because to me, this is a classic episode. But mm-hmm. Jimmy, are you familiar with the player haters ball? Um, it sounded very familiar. I don't know if it was just you guys talking about it or not, but so before we get into like the meat of this sketch, I do want to tell you the behind the scenes thing is that like this sketch was very loosely scripted. Almost every funny one liner in this sketch was ad libbed. Yeah. Improv. Also, this is kind of, I don't know if this is a, a direct correlation to this, but at that time there was an HBO documentary called American pimp. And oh, I well, this is actually that. parodying another one called yeah. Pimps Up, Hose Down. Oh, you're <laughs> right. But I think it all kind of came from American Pimp. And it is so scary how accurate this yeah. is to real pimps. <laughs> There's a lot of moments that are like direct parodying, but it still holds up if you're not familiar. Yeah. Jim, what were some highlights for you? Um, I did love Ice T, I think, was just great. I thought he's, he was he, he was, was a real pimp, though. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the funny part about it. Um, he was really good in it. Um, there was when they were at the actual like award ceremony and uh, they were just like naming off all the I didn't write down anything specifically, but I just thought like their little <laughs> like why what, he's a hater. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that those were all very funny. Um, I did love them booing like every single one. Yeah, which was awesome. Um, There's so many great one liners in here, uh, like Dave Chappelle telling everyone that his mink coat was made out of uh <laughs> pitbull's mother's pubic hair (laughs) yeah that was really good he's like oh some of their names too silky johnson sexual chocolate yep that was what's the actor's name darnell when yeah he has his hoe and he's like hit me three times (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was awesome it's jerry curl yeah yeah it was very funny um i I wasn't in love with it as some of the other sketches we've watched but um, it, it was still very solid, and I understand why oh, it was important. Dude, one of my favorite parts of this sketch was because they did this in real time when they were showing the celebrity pictures, and they had to hate on them like in rapid fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they put up a picture of Rosie O'Donnell and Dave Chappelle's character, sexy jo- or, uh, Silky Johnson. His remark was, <laughs> "She looks like she wears underwear with dick holes in them." <laughs> I was like, was really I don't know funny. why, but it was so good. I was like, wow, we got two Rosie O'Donnell things yeah, in, uh, thing. yeah. Um, it, it was it was funny. I, I love. You said something about Nick Cannon's teeth too, which was really funny too. Oh uh, no, that was P Diddy. He's like, oh P Diddy, that's right. He looked like he got little baby teeth. <laughs> oh P Diddy, that's right. Yeah. yeah, funny, funny stuff. Yeah, very cool. And then Jim, I just had you watch a best of Mitchell and Webb. Look, we all watch it together. Dan found yes. it on YouTube. I did not really put any effort into this because I think <laughs> if you like if you like that Mitchell and Webb look, you like this. And we watch it together and I heard your reaction. So I'm positive. Chappelle's show I always knew was going to be hard to go against mm-hmm. because 
It's a very good show. In fact, I watched like three episodes on Netflix after this because it kept going. Oh. And I and I was like, oh, man, rest in peace, Paul Mooney. Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Yeah. So uh, good. Um, and uh, what's his name? Patrice was in this. Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Ball. yeah. He's oh man. He was a funny guy. Yeah. All right. So we just found some best of clip on YouTube. Let's get into it. Uh, Jetpacks. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like this uh, news segment where this dude is saying like he was talking about how now everyone has access to a jetpack. And then you just continually see like the severity of how bad of an idea this was. Um, you just see like a dude just smashed through a car and then you just see people flying, flying around <laughs> in a jetpack. And it was very funny. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's the best part of this for me was when they spoke to the inventor of the jetpack and he addressed like the safety he's like safety is our top concern. And he's like, listen, they don't run out of gas mid flight. The flames burn cool. He's like right. listing off all the reasons why it's safe. And the news reporter is like, and what about the operator? He's like, I no have comment. no comment on that. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It was just like modern slapstick. Yes, it was. It was good. Uh, it was well done. Then we get to a skit as like I mentioned before, it's filmed kind of like a sitcom. I just wrote down merger. Um, so there's a company <laughs> meeting at the end of the day. And every single time they say merger, they take, they a, take a, drink. a drink of a very expensive wine. And there's other keywords too. Yeah. Like budget, whatever. And they're getting slosh, just taking shots. And it's it just, it's one of those um, very simple ideas that escalates <laughs> yeah. to absurdity. They, they just get very drunk and they all play being very drunk very yeah. well. And it was very funny. I do love how they're all like, well, hey, because that's like a British thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It was funny. It, it was they're, very good. Their speaking gets more slurred as they go on. And yeah. Oh, he said he said budget twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they have to take two shots, and yeah, that was very good. Um, and then we get to the death ray skit where there's a yep. scientist, and his last name is Death, but he made <laughs> machines to help humanity, not destroy it. But they're all machines that could be used for the military, like and a then... giant mechanized scorpion that's designed <laughs> yeah. for stocking shelves. <laughs> 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 and then as soon as like they imply that it might be used for bad or for the war or whatever he just he's like no and then starts smashing it comically very large he does that with, with like mallet a, yeah he does that to a bomb yeah. so obviously you're like oh no is and that the gonna death, blow up the death melon <laughs> the death melon he just smashed the death melon and he was like i gotta work on that one yeah it was good it was very funny uh then there was a skit uh about a guy robbing a bank with a dummy on his hand <laughs> Oh, oh, jewelry yeah. store yeah, oh, yeah jewelry and store. he's like a very bad ventriloquist like <laughs> yeah. you can still see his mouth moving and then, and then uh the people investigating was like oh so which one is controlling which or whatever and then they catch the dummy and they're trying to interrogate the dummy he's like it's been five hours he won't budge <laughs> hasn't said a word real yeah. hard ass yeah it's but... just funny like the camera goes over to the dummy and he's just staring yeah. i would say that there. that's the payoff of the sketch everything yeah. else was like fine right yeah the payoff it, every single one of these sketches always starts off kind of like weird and you're like oh where are they gonna go with this but they they do always pay it off i will say uh and then the last skit, and, and, and i do like this show how they go from like these highly produced, I'm sure expensive at the time, CGI or yes. like, you know, they look like movies to right. these like sitcom setups. Mm -hmm. This last one, um, I don't know what it's called. I just called it like honesty, sleeping with other people. Uh, oh, this yeah. guy's in bed and his wife uh, portrayed by Olivia Coleman, uh, Oscar award winner, Olivia Coleman. Yes. Um, <laughs> finds a bra. Have you been sleeping with Alice again? Yes. 
Oh, yeah. okay. Well, uh, I was on a business trip and I wanted to have sex and you weren't there and she was. So we had sex. Yeah. The whole joke about this is that she doesn't care that much about it, but she does care that he left the door open on the refrigerator yeah. and then her quiche went bad. And that's yeah. the thing that really like makes her upset. And then they have to like basically try to he has to basically try to make it up to her. And then at the end, she was like, you did use a condom, though, right? And he was like, no, oh, I don't you think I silly did. boy. Yeah. It's then, like you already had the joke in the payoff. Yes. And then they just come back with one zinger. Yeah, exactly. I, I There's also something like so inherently British about the way they yeah. like repress they their emotion. It. And everything. Yeah. It, it reminded me a lot of a sketch from Little Britain that we didn't talk about a lot. But the couple <laughs> celebrating their 40th anniversary. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's oh, that was a funny sketch. That's yeah. right. Yeah, no, this one okay. was good. Do you want to start a family? No, I hate kids. And if I did, it wouldn't be, be with, with you. you. Yeah, I have a gambling problem. Oh, come on. First, it's the Alice thing. And then starting a family and your gambling problem. I did love. <laughs> it's the fridge door, isn't it? I did love him trying to justify Alice. Yeah. He was like, she's <laughs> taller than you. Her breasts are larger than yours. It was funny. All right. Um, final push. Uh, this is a tough one. Jimmy Chappelle show is an amazing show. You have three seasons, two solid seasons. The third one was kind of like unfinished and they just cobbled it together because uh, Dave Chappelle like went to Africa or something uh, and reinvented himself. I don't know. what happened. That whole thing was like incredibly racist. The way they played that off like a crazy black man went to Africa. What really happened is like. He didn't want to make the show anymore. I know Especially that. not for like the contract. But he, that did, he, was he in. did become seclusive. Yeah. From the spotlight. Yeah. He left showbiz for a short period yeah, of time. Yeah. He got his money and, and got out. Good for him. But like um, this narrative that he went to Africa, he went to Africa for like two weeks on vacation. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's, you know, there's two seasons. There's four seasons of Mitchell and Webb. Like I said, they have some other shows too, some other content. With the Chappelle show, I think you at least are aware of the big hitters the heavy hitters the characters mm. you've seen a lot of it now um little nervous if Chappelle show wins because dan didn't give you a lot of really good ones but mitchell and webb is new territory for you it's stuff that you don't know mm. you're not expecting it's exciting because you're not you know i don't remember all of mitchell and webb i've seen it all once but like i've seen Chappelle show a lot and when i was re-watching mitchell and webb it was a lot of it was new or refreshing to me. Mm -hmm. um, and that's my final push. It's it's very hard to tell you to pick one over the other because they're both great shows, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, my final push for Chappelle's show is that... <laughs> it's your topic? <laughs> um, no, it's that it's iconic. Uh, it was groundbreaking at the time. There are certainly sketches that you will probably recognize or, or hear, you know, have heard of. But there's also a ton of sketches that you might like find incredibly funny that you've never heard of. For instance, that last episode, the player haters ball is the big memorable sketch. But there was some other stuff in that episode that was like just as funny or funnier. Um, mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of that. I think there's probably most episodes have at least one iconic moment or um, the other thing that I am going to push is that a lot of the things that you enjoyed in the previous episodes we watched are reoccurring. Mm -hmm. So if Chappelle show makes it to the finals, I'm going to, going to show you two sketches. And one of them is the second look at Charlie Murphy's true Hollywood stories, which mm. is a great series. We watch Rick James for, so I did like those. I mean, honestly, like that Mitchell and Webb look is great. I love that show. I think you should watch that show, but I think Chappelle show just deserves to win as far as like the importance to sketch comedy. And it, it's not about, today. It's not about status, Jimmy. It's about what you thought funnier. 
Yeah, so, Jeff's gonna fight for that because yes, of course, you, you have am. a similar sense of humor. But I mean, I think not having Chappelle show win this whole thing would be a disservice to sketch comedy. Yeah, you could say that about Kids in the Hall, UCB, Mr. Show, who all lost round one. All of those shows' status are way higher than Human Giant, and Human Giant is in the final. It's not about historical importance. It's about what Jimmy thought was funny. So, Jimmy, between Chappelle's show and that Mitchell and Webb look, which show did you think was funnier, and which show deserves to make it to the finals? This is a really hard one, fellas. Yeah, It was a hard one, but I think I'm going to have to pick Chappelle show. Oh, I didn't know how that was going to go. I didn't either. I was, I honestly thought that you might pick Mitchell and Webb. Um, oh, this is scary. Let's guys, <laughs> let's take a break. We have to, I need to go. I need to breathe some air <laughs> and we need to watch a couple sketches. Yeah. So Jimmy can finally make his mind oh, up. This is, this is effed up because there's, <laughs> there's no iconic human giants thing. So like, what am I going to pick? I got a lot. I had to pare down how much Chappelle show to show you. Uh, Do you know what you're picking? Yeah. So when we come back. Can you tell me now? Why? Because I want to know. We're going to watch it in five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to show you, as I mentioned, the Charlie Murphy true Hollywood story. Yeah. And I am also going to show you a sketch from an iconic Chappelle show character that we've not even seen yet. Mm. Tyrone Biggums. Tyrone. Okay. So when we come back, we're going to find out, Jimmy, who wins this whole thing, Chappelle Show or Human Giant. And it does come down to a Dan topic versus a Jeff topic. Yeah. And I did not do it that way. It's because Chappelle Show, I believe, is a lot more uh, iconic and important and also incredibly funny. Jimmy, it's about the fun. It is. It is incredibly funny. It is. It and is. I, I found it funnier than that Mitchell and Webb book. Okay. It's the finals. That's it. <laughs> da, 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 da. So Dan gave you uh, two skits. Yeah. Which is fine. We didn't really have like a, a set thing. Yeah. I just assumed we would do one. And also we haven't talked about it much throughout these last five weeks, but a lot of these shows uh, have become difficult to watch easily online. Like some things that I streamed on Netflix years ago are no longer there. And it was just difficult for me to find skits, so I just gave you one because I got frustrated with Daily Motion, which is a garbage website. But that's where you could watch Human Giant. <laughs> so I gave you Shutter Buy that on DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's also hard to find on DVD. Cool. MTV is terrible at home releases. Awesome. Um, but yes, I gave you Shutterbugs, Little Nine Eleven. Yes. Um, the idea of it is very funny. Um, it, the, the basic premise is it's Shutterbug. So it's these it's Aziz and uh, Rob. Yep. Samir and Bill. Yep. Uh, they're they're basically like agents for little kids. And they're like, this is what we're going to be known for because <laughs> it's it's a little 9-11. So this little kid is playing George Bush and he's doing all the things that George Bush did during yeah. his presidency, which is this very funny, um, especially if you are were around during that because i remember we that we were around we yeah. remember that yes 
So it it was it was pretty funny. I especially remember the part when George Bush went into the cave and had a wrestling <laughs> yeah. match with Osama bin Laden. And then that happened too, which is pretty funny. Let's finish this. It's funny. Yeah, yeah I mean, Shutterbugs is a recurring uh, skit throughout the series. Right. There's also another character. I thought it was like, funnier than the first one that we yeah, watched. Yeah, there's, there's another character. He's like some kid. I think he was in that movie Role Models. And um, he's just very funny. And he's like... Uh, a competitor like he's he's right. a child but he's also right. like a manager kind of guy but yeah this is you know they're treating the kid like an adult and they're swearing at him yeah. whenever there's kids and swearing that to me is pretty funny i would agree with that yeah. yeah i mean you've seen human giant you know what it is that's correct i didn't want to give you a full episode that's, that's fine it. Jimmy, I yes. showed you two sketches from Chappelle's show. Yes. Uh, the first of which is a continuation of Charlie Murphy's True Hollywood Stories. This time it was about a pickup basketball game versus <laughs> Prince. Prince and the Revolution. Yes. What did you think of this one? Um, I thought it was fine. I don't think it was as I don't think it was as funny as the first one that we really? watched. Yeah. I agree with that, too. I, when you said that you were giving him the Prince one, I thought that was a wasted opportunity because he already saw the Rick James one. And I thought that you could have used oh, that I space like for, one. for a, I thought, a different joke. I thought it was funny. Uh, all of Charlie Charlie Murphy is just like looking at the camera. He's Dead like, pan. this really happened. Yeah. yeah. I thought those were the funniest parts about it. Um, There's some physical gags that I love in this. When Dave Chappelle as Prince is hanging from the basketball hoop and he like slowly <laughs> lowers one hand. So he's hanging by one hand and then he lowers that. So he's just, just levitating. Floating. Yeah. And then there's That's another funny. moment where they parody the When Doves Cry music video where he's like humping the basketball and then it splits off and becomes like multiple screens of that. Yes, that was also very funny, even though I didn't know what that was parodying. Oh. Um, but it was still funny because the visual of it is funny. And then the second sketch I showed you was a Tyrone Bigham sketch. He is a reoccurring character who's like a parody of a crack addict. I believe yes. that was his first appearance, right? The Fear Factor one? It's one of the early ones. I think it might be the second. I think the... Um, oh, when they went to the school? Yeah, I think that's yeah. the first one. But yeah, there's several of these clips. Are you familiar with this character? I mean, it was a pretty big cultural Sounds thing. Sounds very familiar. People he looks that. very familiar. I smoke rocks. All that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was very funny. First of all, seeing Joe Rogan again. I haven't seen him in, <laughs> with hair with hair in quite a while. Um, when I think of Joe Rogan, I think about this skit and news radio. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Um, Probably yeah. when he was at his best. Yeah. I mean, Fear Factor, the idea was very funny when he brought out the worms and then he just went, I don't think I can eat all of those. <laughs> he was just supposed to lay in them. Um, but yeah, that just that line I thought was like really good. And There's really some funny. great moments of this when he decides to take a nap in there and he's yeah. just farting. <laughs> yeah, that happened. And then he had to do the 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 coal, the walk over the hot coals. <laughs> then he just stood on the hot coals for a very long time. Smell fried peppers. <laughs> yeah, he was. Joe Rogan was like, you can get off now. You already obliterated the time. Um, and that was good. And then at the end, he had to eat the uh, uh, elk, penis. elk penis and stuff, which is funny because beer factor. And then he did it. And then he went to have more and poured hot sauce on it <laughs> and then brought on his wife, girlfriend. I don't know. He was supposed to be proposing, but he proposed oh, with right. a giant crack rock with a crack rock. That's right. Yes. It's very funny. Jeff, you have a final push. I mean, you said like, no, you, I mean, you know what it is. Yeah, you know what it is. You've seen three full episodes. Uh, it made it to the finals. It, it, it beat out other so many other heavy hitters. Um, can it beat out Chappelle's show? We'll find out. 
Dan, final push, Chappelle's show? Yeah, I mean, I would say maybe you don't know all of what it is because there's still a lot of big, you know, famous, important sketches that you haven't seen. But I think I've given you a taste of the tone. Um, Like we said in the first episode, we talked about this. You know, Chappelle's show is sort of about the absurdity of racism and looking at the comedy that we find in, you know, just different cultures and things like that. And I think there's just more of that. And uh, the sketches that you liked, a lot of them reoccur. So you can look forward to that, too. That's true. So, Jimmy. Yes. Who wins it all? The Sketch Comedy Showdown. Which is your favorite sketch comedy series? Is it Chappelle's show or Human Giant? <sighs> drum roll. That's the worst drum roll I've ever had. It's Chappelle's show. Yeah, I mean, Chappelle's show. I from the draft, I knew that that would probably win. Uh, this this whole showdown took some wild turns. Yeah, and I'm not sad how it turned out. I think that um, Chappelle's show was great. Yeah, I, I maybe it was a little too overpowered. Maybe we shouldn't have added it to the showdown because, like, I don't know. It just felt like yeah, it it might. I thought maybe kids in the hall could take it maybe, but it was still pretty close, but everything else on the board, I knew it could take easily. Uh, I, I still think it's very funny that Dan picked the best and worst shows and this entire um, <laughs> showdown, but yeah, human giant making it to the finals. I'm okay with that. I'm happy with that. Uh, Mitchell and Webb, it made it to the semis. Uh, I introduced it to you. It's a great show. That's right. Yeah. And you know, um, I don't know. This is fun, Dan. I think it's a worthy winner. I think we can look yeah, back on this and be be happy with the outcome. Yes. I mean, listen. If you I would love have loved human to see giant an upset. Stuff. Like, <laughs> if you said human giant, it would have been so astronomically funny to me. It would have been really funny. And then I would have been like, we probably shouldn't do any more of these showdowns. Because <laughs> between human giant and three south, Jimmy is questionable. But no, I think okay. I think you can look back on this and be like, hey, you know what? Probably the right one won. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of came down to obviously Chappelle's show is very important and also very funny. It like, is. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, every single sketch that you, you show me, I at least have like one big laugh out of. It's the rare mix of being smart and like dumbly funny. Like yes. you can just laugh at a like even, a wide even like I mentioned season three yeah. is like cobbled together. Even like season three isn't good by Chappelle show standards. It's still very funny. There's still mm-hmm. great sketches yeah. in it cool it's very like the only way i would have been upset at all during this five week is if little britain <laughs> was successful at anything because that was a bad show i'd be upset by that as well <laughs> yeah so we did it fellas we, we did, did it i'm never watching anything showdown. funny ever again <laughs> yeah i hate funny things now <laughs> yeah we did a lot we did a lot of stuff and uh i'm happy to finally take a break because... i'm happy to never watch anything on daily motion ever again yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty bad. So next week is the beginning of September, which means we're out of the sketch comedy showdown. Yes. Jimmy. Yes. What are we talking about next week? So next week is very exciting, not only because it's something that is very much in the cultural zeitgeist. Very much. But because my dad, five star Sean, is appearing once again. The three of us, me, my dad, and Jeff are talking Dan into the comic book series, What If? 
Mm. Yeah, this feels like a bit of overkill because I'm probably going to like it. Yes. And uh, I'm very excited by the What If TV series, which if you're listening to this, uh, dropped a couple weeks ago or they're probably doing one episode at a time. Probably. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a yeah. uh, cartoon series that's coming out. On Disney+. Plus. And we like the comic books over the years. There have been mm-hmm. many of them. And it'll be exciting to see. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah. I'm excited for that one. In the meantime, Jeff, where yeah. do people find the podcast? People online? find the podcast on talkmeinto.com, patreon.com, slash talkmeinto. There are exclusive series we have on there, guys. We have talking shit where it's just us talking about stuff with no format because Dan loves formats and we were like, no more. We won't have that. We have a series called Talking to Myself. We have each done one. It's just us in front of a microphone by ourselves, just talking about whatever pops into our little stinky brains. We have video stuff. We have cooked with those videos. We haven't done many because of the pandemic. Hopefully we'll get back into that. We have a series called Collector's Edition where uh, we've recorded our record collections. I'm in the process of making a... Ninja Turtles collection videos, multiple videos. I've also begun my movie collection. Ooh. Just started filming that. Okay, that's enough. You can also <laughs> find the videos after a certain amount of time on YouTube.com. Type up Talk Me Into to the little search guy and you'll find all of it over there. You can find us on Twitter at Talk Me Into on Instagram at Talk Me Into Pod on TikTok at Talk Me Into. We have TikTok Me Into? I don't know. We've don't done know. nothing Do with it. Do we have it. any videos? I don't know. There's Jimmy. one. Jimmy, give me the lock. I got a lock in. Jimmy. Okay. Jimmy, I will. Jimmy, where can people find you <laughs> online? You can find me at Son of a Fitch, S O N N A V A F I T C H. You have on said Twitter. this 135 times, and I, I still don't know how to spell it. Really? Yeah. It's pretty easy. I'm very stupid. You just got to sound it out. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, Dan, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter under the name Danny underscore breakdown and check out my band Disqualifier. We're on Spotify. We're on Instagram. Just look up Disqualifier. It's there. Jeff, how about you? People can find me on Twitter at J-E-F-F-F-F-F-27. It's Jeff with five Fs, the number 27. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into. What will we talk you into next? What if Talk Me Into was good? been a little depressed oh, you should have let me know I would have done the harmony Robert's been a little depressed okay. oh <laughs> alright do you remember the format just say this is the semifinals we're not gonna yeah, go back fine. and forth to say four different things that's fine <laughs> my name is Jimmy and I have to find a good one. Wow. <laughs> Supposed to find it before you start. He came into with this so high energy, so confident. He came in hot. Amber lamps. <sighs> All right. Are we going to do just one big segment or? Oh, that's funny how that bracket went. It's like a flying V. Cool. Um, I think we should do the semis first. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll pause and do the finals. I got a semi right now. <laughs> <clears throat> Want me to open this up? Sure. All right. All right. All right. All right.